0: What does it mean to connect to your future at Lake Michigan College? They connect you to your future passion. Explore paths to careers that will excite and motivate you. Visit LakeMichiganCollege.edu to find out how to connect to your future. WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Preparations are underway for a new Berrien County Juvenile Center. At a meeting of the Berrien County Board of Commissioners today, Commissioner Jim Curran said contractors will start working on a site plan Monday. The intent is to build a new center on Napier Avenue near the Health Department and Animal Control. Where basically Whiteman and DLR, they're going to spend three days. The first day is basically the scope of the work, what they need to look at, what they need to do. The other two days are actually touring the facilities and looking at the property on Napier so that they can prepare a report for us to see what it's going to take out at the burying center site and the space requirements on Napier, how much land is being proposed to build that building. County Administrator Brian DeSette said Whiteman and DLR are the contractors working on the site plan. The county needs to build a new juvenile center as the current one in Berrien center, center is aging and lacks the capacity to hold enough juveniles. The county has had to send some new other counties. DeSette said the project is moving. Berrien County could soon start to apply for broadband grants now that DCS Technologies is nearly done with a parcel-by-parcel parcel map of availability around the county. Speaking at today's meeting of the County Board, County Administrator Brian DeSette said the mapping project is the most detailed yet. We will now have clear evidence of which communities will need the most help. You Then as uh, BC beta uh, will be pushing to move into that next step, which is applications for state and federal funding. The state will have the BEAD program, the ROBIN program up and running. I would anticipate we would be applying for both. DeSette said the Southwest Michigan Planning Commission will work with the county to apply for the funding. Meanwhile, the county effort to use about $6 million of federal ARPA funds for broadband continues as local governments put in applications. More on the mapping project will be discussed at a September 29th meeting of BCBIT, the county's broadband committee. A case of the swine flu has been detected in someone who attended the Berrien County Youth Fair this summer. The Michigan Department of Health and Human Services announced this week the case was confirmed September 9th. The Berrien County Fairgoer had contact with a pig at the fair, which took place August 15th through the 20th. Fair officials are now working collaboratively with the state health department and the Berrien County Health Department. MDHHS says those who will be around pigs should avoid eating or drinking in livestock barns, avoid taking toys or other items in the pig areas, avoid touching their faces, and wash their hands frequently. Symptoms of swine flu in people are similar to the seasonal flu and can include fever, cough, runny nose, and sometimes body aches, nausea, vomiting, or diarrhea. On rare occasions, swine flu in humans can lead to severe diseases. The Berrien County case is the first swine flu case detected in Michigan this year. Congressman Fred Upton says the U.S. Senate must reach an agreement on a federal spending plan for the next fiscal year by the end of the month. He's in Washington this week and says most of the work taking place relates to avoiding a government shutdown. We all know that the fiscal year calendar means are we going to have a shutdown or not as relates to the funding of the appropriation bills, whether it be defense or agriculture. The House has pretty much passed all of the bills, but the Senate has passed none of them. And as a consequence, you have to do this thing called a CR, a continuing resolution. The continuing resolution maintains the same funding level for just about every federal program next year as this year. Upton says there are only a few things that will be different, as requested by President Biden. Biden is asking for funding for COVID, Ukraine, and monkeypox. Upton says a deal is unlikely this week, but come next week, he says negotiators will have to put pen to paper. A recall attempt against two members of the St. Joseph Public Schools Board of Education has failed. The Berrien County Clerk's Office tells us local clerks reviewed the signatures on recall petitions filed against Kathy Wakehamp and Brett Weir last week, and they determined not enough of the signatures were valid. 2,498 signatures were needed for each trustee to cause a recall vote, and the petitioners turned in 2,320 and 2,321 valid signatures. The clerk's office says too many of the signatures collected by the petitioners were deemed invalid for reasons that include signing the wrong petition or entering the information incorrectly. That is similar to what happened with an attempted recall against some Lakeshore trustees last month. The case has been appealed in court in that case, although no decisions yet been made. The St. Joe case could be appealed in court, but as of today, the clerk's office had heard of no such move. The only remaining school recall effort in Berrien County is with Water Valley Public Schools. In that case, no signatures have yet been turned in. U.S. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg joined a group of Michigan leaders at the North American International Auto Show this week. When prompted by reporters, Buttigieg responded to a tweet written by the co-chair of the Michigan Republican Party, in which she referred to him as a weak little girl. Uh, all says that uh, I'm raising a little girl and a little boy, and I'm going to raise them with better values than the chairwoman. Uh, we need to talk about policy disagreements respectfully. Buttigieg is a new resident of Traverse City. He joined Governor Whitmer and Detroit Mayor Mike Duggan to announce... A revitalization project slated for I 375 in Detroit. The Cass County Parks Department has announced that the Dr. T.K. Lawless International Dark Sky Park will host the 14th Running of the Sandhill Crane All Trail races on Saturday, October 15th. Both runners and walkers will be encouraged to take part in the courses set up throughout the park in Vandalia. The natural scenic journey will take participants through forest and fields, including six bridge crossings, streams, small lakes, hills, and maybe even a sandhill crane. Races scheduled are a half-marathon, a 10K run-and-walk, a 5K run-and-walk, and a kids' fun run. The cost to take part is $25 before October 8th or $30 after. And a big event gets underway on Friday at Meyer Gardens and Sculpture Park in Grand Rapids. It's the annual Chrysanthemums and More design exib- exhibition designer Adam Bundy has details. It's a celebration of the Chrysanthemum and everything fall. What we are doing special this year is our theme, Unexpected Color. And so expect when you come here to see a lot of unexpected color pairings through horticulture, through exhibition design components, flowers, cabbage, kale. Bundy says there will be some special events during the exhibition, including the Glow Garden and Tuesday nights at the farm. Chrysanthemums and more runs through October 30th. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues. The Biden administration is taking a victory lap after railroad companies and rail workers reached a contract agreement to avoid a nationwide strike. Experts warned this week a rail strike could cost the U.S. economy billions of dollars. ABC News correspondent Karen Travers has the latest on what the president had to say today from the White House. President Biden says the agreement between the railway companies and unions is a win for tens of thousands of workers. The dignity of their work, it's a recognition of that. The president in the White House Rose Garden Thursday highlighting what the workers will get once the agreement is signed. Better pay, 24% wage increase over the next five years, improved working conditions. Peace of mind around their health care by capping the cost that workers will have to pay. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. There's growing outrage over Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis flying two planes of migrants to Martha's Vineyard. ABC's Mary Alice Parks has more. The governor of Massachusetts, remember a Republican, said that he has been in touch with local leaders to make sure that there was temporary shelter. Apparently some churches and some community centers really started to offer shelter. You know, I think the real challenge for Martha's Vineyard, for D.C., for some of these other cities we've seen, big picture, regardless of the larger politics on immigration, the big challenge here is that these cities are saying they're not given any heads up. So that makes it really hard to handle or offer any help in any kind of systematic way. Thousands of mourners are waiting for up to nine hours in line to file past the coffin of Queen Elizabeth II as she lies in state at Westminster Hall. The line to pay respects to the late monarch stretched for 4.4 miles past Tower Bridge today, but those in it said the nine-hour wait was worth it and authorities provided amenities like portable toilets to ease their wait. King Charles III is spending the day in private reflection a week after his mother died at the age of 96. Buckingham Palace also released details of plans for the Queen's funeral. On Monday, it'll be the first state funeral held in Britain since the 1965 death of former Prime Minister Winston Churchill. Meanwhile, come Monday, getting around central London won't be easy with the Queen's state funeral going on. More from ABC's Tom Rivers. To break up the rush of thousands around Westminster Abbey who will be heading home at the same time on Monday, public transportation authorities are urging people to alter their departures by doing things like killing some time by having lunch in town overcrowding will be a real concern on subways and mainline trains here after the funeral motorcade leaves Westminster and heads to Windsor. During the various Queen-related events in central London this week, stations have seen a nine percent increase in usage. Tom Rivers, ABC News, London. Russian President Vladimir Putin thanked his Chinese counterpart Xi Jinping for his balanced approach to the Ukrainian crisis. He also blasted Washington's ugly in his words policies at a meeting that followed a major setback for moscow in the war putin and the chinese leader met in uzbekistan on the sidelines of the eight nation shanghai cooperation organization speaking at the start of talks with xi in uzbekistan putin said he was ready to discuss unspecified concerns by china about ukraine a chinese government statement after the meeting didn't specify ukraine but said the company was promised strong support for russia's core interests Beijing uses core interests to describe issues like national sovereignty and the ruling Communist Party's claim to Taiwan. California is now launching billboards in conservative states, offering to help women who need an abortion. More maybe ABC's Alex Stone. The billboards are going up in states like Indiana, Mississippi, Ohio, Texas, South Carolina, South Dakota, and Oklahoma. They say things like need an abortion, California is ready to help. Interestingly, they're paid for by Governor Gavin Newsom's gubernatorial campaign, even though they are not reaching California voters, and they point toward a California state website to access abortion services. Newsom continues to say he has no plans to run for president. Alex Stone, EBC News. The White House says President Joe Biden plans to meet at the White House Friday with the families of WNBA star Brittany Griner and Michigan corporate security executive Paul Whelan, both of whom remain jailed in Russia. The meetings are to be the first in-person encounter between Biden and the families come amid sustained but so far unsuccessful efforts by the administration to secure the two Americans' release. The administration said in July it had made a substantial proposal to get them home, but Russia has not settled on a deal with the U.S. And the great resignation brought on by the pandemic has sparked a hiring frenzy in nearly every industry. ABC's Jim Ryan says it's also created a cottage industry for stand-in job applicants, making a tidy profit in a game of corporate bait-and-switch. Business Insider says a skilled stand-in can make $150 an hour sitting for a remote interview and landing a job for a third person who may or may not be qualified. And the FBI has issued a warning about an increase in the use of deep fakes in video interviews for computer-related jobs. In other words, the hiring manager isn't even interviewing an actual person. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.